Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 44, the four ways to allow your spiritual business to grow and energize your life. In this episode, you will learn all about the four ways that will ignite your business and give you unlimited amounts of energy. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the four ways to allow your spiritual business to grow and energize your life. Yes. And I feel like this is an important episode for a lot of you entrepreneurs out there because you want to have that balance of really having a spiritual business, but also having a life at the same time. Exactly. Having a successful business and having a successful marriage. Yeah. And a successful relationship with your kids. Because a lot of times people will sacrifice that. Mm-hmm. You've got to figure out what you're sacrificing. Is it worth it? Is it worth it to go work? a hundred hours a week if you're going to be divorced in two years. (laughs) That's so true. I feel like that's a big topic. And also... For some of you, it might be. Yeah, and... (laughs) Yeah, but also, and are you going to be divorced from yourself too? Not just your partner, Mm -hmm. but do you feel like you're losing yourself in your business? And I think that's so important. And I think we should get right into the first one. Because the first one is all about balance. Having that balance in your life in, in your business so that you can feel fulfilled and energized. I think if we're overworked and maybe you're not seeing results right away and you're overworking yourself, it could be frustrating and draining because you're not doing anything outside of work. Too. Exactly. You're just focused strictly on your business and you might be losing your health, your relationship like I just spoke about in all over all other sorts of valuable highly highly valuable resources in our life and things that are in our life yeah and um, finding that balance of course as an entrepreneur there's times where Lindsay has put in 16 hour days there's times where we both have worked on Saturdays like t- we are today and on mm-hmm. Sundays and maybe seven days in one week but um, that's that's rare and in between yeah, that's only like- if we have like different projects we have to do and that might be the same case for you. The whole point of this is always tune into yourself and feel if what you're doing is working for you. So many people try to look at Lindsay and me and all these other people that are online and people that they read in books um, and try to mimic exactly how they're running their business. I would say that is so wrong in so many ways, other than, of course, the foundational different technological things that you have to do for your business. but. Um, for example, um, I talk about Gary Vaynerchuk because he's like an extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, he works 18 hours a day, I think five days a week, six, I don't yeah. even know. It's, he, just, he looks tired. But he talks about how he is off balance at times, but it works for him. And he says, like, he doesn't want all of his followers to work that same way because they're not built like him. It's a game to him. He loves it. He communicated that to his wife. It works for him. Will it work for me? Heck no. I would not want to keep running around like a chicken with my head off. I love working and I love doing that, but I love playing. Like I love playing like bike riding and playing sports. And if I don't do that, 
I'm not going to be me. Yeah. And I'm not going to have the energy I need to really impact my business in the way that I want to. Yeah, I feel like Gary Vee, I love certain things that he actually teaches, but the work ethic for me personally, it doesn't vibe with what I want. And Tim Ferriss is on the total opposite end, where exactly. he's about consistency and he has a book called The 4-Hour Work Week, which I would highly suggest to get that Absolutely. book too. Um, but the big thing for me is, is when I'm doing a launch, if I'm launching a, a course, then there may be times where I'm doing a lot of webinars during that week and then I might eliminate my readings. So for me, a 16 hour workday doesn't exist anymore, but in the past it did. But I'm fully, like what Tony said, there's launch mode where that week, listen, I'm off limits to hanging out with my friends. I'm so focused on work right now. And then you put that burst into your business and you step back and allow things to unfold. Exactly. And the reason why Lindsay's able to do it like this now is because she put in the work in the past to set up the systems and the foundation yes. of her business to leverage the internet and to leverage all the resources in her life. And that's what Tim Ferriss talks a lot about mm -hmm. in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek. So I, I study Tim Ferriss quite often and I believe he said that for like three weeks, I believe you said, it's either three weeks or like five weeks at a time, like different parts of the year, he'll just wake up, yeah, drink tea, go read a book, and that's it. Because yeah. somebody was asking about, Tim, what's your daily routine? And he's like, man, if I told you my daily routine, you're gonna be bored out of your mind because I'll spend, and he said like three, four, five weeks at a time, and he does this like a handful of times throughout the year. So he's not working all year long. And this works for him. He has a massively successful business because he knows how to leverage right. himself, his employees, the systems, yeah, and everything. Yeah, he's all about the numbers and like how it works. Exactly, and it works for him. And, and you know, so you got Gary Vee over here, Tim Ferriss on the other side of the mm -hmm. spectrum. Where do you fit in? Yeah, you can't be it. Tim, you can't be Gary, you can't be me, you can't be Lindsay, you can't be anybody else but you. And we're all so unique, you have to figure out you really. That's figure so out true. that balance for you. That's very true. And I think this goes to our second one. Make up your own rules. Yes. Because it's very easy. Like Most of you know, some of you listening are already in the course, my Psychic Medium Business course. And I'll give the systems that I use. But the big thing that I teach my students is to think on their own too. So like I'll ask questions to get them thinking about how they want their psychic medium business to be, you know, to run, but also share what systems actually worked for me and how they can implement. These are options for you. Exactly. And they may not be the option that you want. Yeah. Or they may be. Yeah. Like for me with my readings, I normally do two days worth of phone readings. That's what I do. And that's just my rule. And I feel like teaching has to be part of my business and that's just something that I want. So I make sure that I set that up, but I don't look at what anyone else is doing. I just focus on that intuitive nudge. Where am I feeling pulled? Exactly. And if you ever have a teacher or a mentor or somebody tell you that you must do it this way, this is the only way, run the other way. Yeah. Because it's not, there's a million ways to do everything. And that's a fact and there, it, it will always be that way. That's exactly what my, one of my mentors, Mavis Patilla says, you know, you met Mavis, Mavis. I love Mavis. And she, that's the first thing that she said when we came into her mentorship. She said, if, if there's a teacher that tells you to, you have to do it this way, run the other way. And I love that. And that's one thing, that's a philosophy that I've always believed in. If it doesn't resonate with you, then push it to the side. If it does, then 
then take it with you. And that all comes from the space of knowing that we know nothing. Mm -hmm. Knowing that what we know now is just a grain of salt on the top of an iceberg. Yeah. And that's all it is. So as long as you act from that space and you keep going to our next one, mm -hmm. going to our next topic. I don't this know if we want to go to that yet. Next, do we? I think so. If we have to go back to making up your own rules, we can. Yeah, but... so don't be afraid of change. Oh my gosh, this is so huge. Especially if you're an online entrepreneur, especially if you're a human being, because everything's always changing. Technology is changing, like, technology is changing like this, right? Yes. Like Facebook ads, like everything is always, everything. and they do it on purpose. I think that being afraid, when you are afraid of change, your business, yeah, it could be successful for a little bit, and then there's gonna be a period of you feeling like it's stagnant, like it's not really growing much. It's kind of like very, it's flat. That's what I would suggest. Exactly. If you don't change when you feel that inner nudge and just pops in your mind and you're thinking about it but you're not really doing anything about it, you're gonna to start to feel unfulfilled and then you're gonna to wait too long. You're gonna wait for a sign. You're gonna wait for someone else to tell you to do it a different way. But it's so important the moment you get that nudge, which if you're listening, you're probably highly intuitive right now and empathic. Um, once you get that nudge, follow it. Don't just think, oh, I should do this one day. Because actually, that's what I do with my radio show. I've been doing the radio show for years and something inside of me felt like it feels stagnant now. Everyone loved listening to it, but me, I didn't feel that same feeling. Mm -hmm. And I kept on getting the message, this needs to go on video. I need to do something else. So I did close down the radio show when I felt that nudge. And then I kind of sat on it for a little bit. I feel like it was, it was like about probably, a year. Was it that long? I think it was a year. It could have been like six months. Or maybe or six months. Maybe six months or something. It could even be a year. Actually, it was a year. Um, probably around that. And then that's when it changed. And I'm so happy that I trusted it. And I didn't need anyone else to tell me. I just knew in my heart this is the change so and don't be afraid of it that's a huge thing is like even if something's successful and you're not feeling fulfilled anymore anymore it doesn't mean you have to keep doing it just because it's successful yeah. like if you're working at a job just because you're making five million dollars a year and you hate it leave the job it doesn't mean it's successful so for example this i wasn't making five million dollars a year as a teacher but when I was working at Mendez, mm -hmm. highly successful. I actually won teacher of the year, the year that I quit and went into my business. And I actually had a counselor ask me, Tony, you're, you're leaving? Everything's going so good. You got this coffee business. I had a school-based coffee business. It was like thriving throughout the district. Like it was a lot of good things was, was happening, but I felt in my heart that I was in a container that I could not grow in anymore. Yeah. And I knew that I had to change. And was it scary? Yes. Did I have fear? Yes. Did some back pain creep up? That's a lot of things. That's what will happen too is like when you do huge transitions, you might have pain pop up in your body. So realize that too. Um, but I did it anyway. So don't be afraid of change and in your business. And um, That reminds me of the athletes that leave when they're on top. Like they kind of know you're, you're yeah. better about sports. But... They know, okay, it's time to yeah. retire and that sort of thing. Another thing this is making me thinking of is my friend and entrepreneur, Alex Beaton. She had a very successful photography business and she created an app that was actually before Instagram filters came out. So it was a filter for photographers and the filters were so successful. All she did was create, not all she did, but she created a filter 
they click the button and they purchase it. So it was already done for everyone. And she said, I was making lots of money and everything was going good. Everyone loved the filter. They still want to purchase it. But something inside of her soul said, I need to change and I don't want to be known as the photographer or the girl that you know has the, the filter. I, I, I'm being pulled and called to something else. And she had, I don't know, it could have been 100,000 people on her email list that were photographers, but she trusted that inner nudge and she put it out there and told everyone, hey, my business is changing and I'm doing something else. And the right people followed her. Mm -hmm. And she's very successful right now. And I love that story. Isn't that amazing? It's such a great story because it has me thinking too that you know going from offline to online, so there's a lot of mediums and there's a lot of business people, maybe photographers like Alex, mm -hmm. to where they were so used to building their business offline and maybe they're highly successful at it and they're afraid of change. They're yeah. afraid of transitioning to the online game, which is stopping their progress, which is stopping their ability to leverage their business because, that, because being afraid of change. I yeah. feel like that's a huge thing. I've seen it at network marketing. Um, you see a lot of companies where they, they wanted to do keep doing meetings and they and they were totally against marketing online. They said, you can't make sales online. And I'm thinking, there's three billion people online. If you make a video, it goes to, how could you not make sense? How, it doesn't make sense, yeah, but that's how the brain works. The brain will have you believe things that don't even make sense at all. It's like, yeah, we have this device that's connected to three billion people, yet you can't use it to build your business online, even though if you walk in Walmart, everybody's like this, yeah. you know, looking down at their phone. That's true. So don't be afraid of change. Everything's gonna change five years from now, one month from now, 10 mm -hmm. years from now. Yeah, trust the process. And think outside of the box. Don't just think about what everyone else is doing, because that's when awesome stuff starts exactly. happening. Last thing, this is probably one of the most eye-opening things for me that I never knew. Um, moving your energy, so move your energy, mind, body, and soul will actually help your business. So I'll give you one example. Me walking outside, even if it's for 15 to 20 minutes a day, somehow affects my business. I'm saying somehow, but it's really, it's on a whole nother level. Because energetically, I feel good when I'm doing this. It moves my energy and I could be on a walk and I come home and I look at my phone and I have three people booking a reading. Or I can go do an event, like a Messages from Heaven event. I get finished with the event. I have three more people purchasing tickets for a, a new event because you're so focused on being in the moment and doing exactly what it is that you want that it's energetically moving things in your life that you might not even realize can happen. Exactly. When you're allowing and letting go. So here's a great example. Maybe in your business, you might attend events to where you don't get paid for them. Mm -hmm. Like maybe, you know, you set up a table and you're like, wait, at the event, I didn't make any sales. But then online, you get home, you're like, wait, I got two sales online. Mm -hmm. I didn't even do nothing online. And you don't make the connection that the reason why you made those sales is because you went to this event, you generated this great energy, and that's what it is. So this is, this is coming from the space of energy mm -hmm. and tangible stuff that we can't even see. We're all connected in this world. So whatever energy you're feeling, you're attracting. And when you start to go for that walk, when Lindsay goes for that walk, she's letting go. And when you let go, you start to allow. And when you allow energy to move, things start to manifest. It's true and it happens at a faster rate than when you're sitting in front of a computer and trying to get sales. 
So whenever I have a launch, I remember, remember how we, I had my first launch. I'm like, I'm going out. We were out at like a bar or something at midnight. And all of a sudden I looked down at my phone and I, I actually see people. Remember people were purchasing something. I think I was launching Unlock Your Intuition or, or something. You've had so many launches. I'm trying to remember I which know. one this was because well, that's happened a lot. Actually, we'd be going out and then all of a sudden we're having fun. And we usually leave and, and it's, and it's funny because there's a pattern with that where there's a ripple effect where I might not have put anything out, like having to do with my retreat. I really just sent out one email and then two people within two days decided, oh my gosh, I, I'm going on the retreat. And I just let it, let it happen. I think at the very beginning, I felt more pressure, like what can I do to let people see my courses and that sort of thing, which is important but it is coming back to that balance. Exactly. But letting go is powerful, more powerful than actually putting in tens of thousands of hours into something with forcing it. Right, because Tony Robbins talks about this a lot. He says like, you could have two people doing mm -hmm. the same business in the same town, but it all matters about the energy that they're doing it with. Mm -hmm. So if this person is going and they're, you know, the, the person with good energy, they might take 10 steps that week. The person with low energy, we'll call it, might take a hundred steps that week. Yeah. Well, guess what? The person with good energy is going to have great results. The other person, it's not going to happen. You could, you could do all the right steps. Mm -hmm. If your energy is not right, you're not going to be right. You're not going to get the results. So I would suggest everybody to look into energy, look into quantum physics, look into the biology of belief. That's a book, by, a um, book who's by Bruce Lipton. And start to really see this energy, how powerful it is. And not only the books and the resources, start to look at your life. Go do an event. So go to these like free events, even if they're free. Do paid events. So yeah. me and Lindsay will do paid events. Um, do Get your body moving. Go exercise. So for me, every day I exercise. I'm out riding my bike. I'm playing basketball. I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm doing it for me. But I'm really doing it for my business too because when I'm doing that, I start to generate all these ideas too. Einstein, Albert Einstein said if he needed ideas, he would just go for a walk. Mm -hmm. And you'll realize That's that exactly too. exactly what I do when I need that. Exactly. So and when I'm working out and when I'm playing basketball, when I'm, I really look at it like I'm working on my business. That's my mindset. So it makes me feel good too that I'm working out and working on my business. So it's all about how you look at things, I think. Yeah, I think that's a big misconception when it comes to owning a business is you, you're thinking that you have to be work, working in quotes, yeah. on the business 24-7, but it's actually you going to the beach could be just as powerful as you sitting in a room trying to meditate and get ideas. Exactly. As long as you have when, those systems, right? Systems yeah, are the huge part. Systems are a huge part of my business and the systems don't, there it doesn't have to be like 30,000 systems. It could be 10 systems in place that actually you know that you're working a machine, there's a flow to it and there's intention behind it. And everything in my business comes back to intention. And I think that's a big thing. So making sure that you actually have that intention behind your business, but also know what steps are moving your energy, your mind, body, and soul. And that is such a huge part of things flowing in your life. Exactly. Whether it is your business or even relationships. Like if we don't take care of ourselves, I know if Tony doesn't work out, I'm like, oh my gosh. Even though there's times where I'm like, okay, come home. You've been gone for a while riding your bike. Um, it's time to come home. I actually would rather him work out than not work out because I notice a difference in his energy. I could feel 
him, he just feels different if he doesn't work out for me too. And sometimes Tony will say, okay, you need more water. I'm like, she gets mad. She's like, I what? Do I look bad? I'm she like, thinks what? she looks bad if I say that. Yeah, I'm like, why do it? Why are you saying that I need more water? But he usually knows exactly when, okay, it's time to take it up a notch with what you're doing nutritionally. And I could feel that too. I feel it in my energy when I need to go outside and walk. And I think that's important to pay attention to these intuitive nudges. Listen to it. You don't need to go to anyone else to get this information. We're just trying to make you aware of what you can do to better the things in your life now. Exactly. Because all the systems, all the physical stuff that you have to do, that's all learnable, right? And a lot of people focus on that. I'm going to learn how to do all this, this, mm -hmm. but then they forget about the energy part. Which is the most important thing. The most the important. 98% to the 2%. That's how I look at it. The spiritual laws in business is a complete game changer when it comes to things working in flow. Absolutely it is. So we hope this episode helped you in some way. Share with us what you've experienced just listening to this. If, if you notice in your life when you've actually left what you were working on, how ideas kind of came to you when you weren't even trying to pay attention to them or anything that you've learned that can be a reflection of your business, we'd love to hear about it from you. Okay, so we will see you on the next episode. See you in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.